minutes, 38 points. It's Welcome, season finale. It's all wrapped up, mate. We're still here. We're surviving. Juddy's been a seamless start to the app. It's been a whole hot 10 seconds. We're already recording. Technical issues are minimal. All seems to be working. The cat's out the door. I don't know. I feel like the bird's about to start chirping, though. Something's got to go on. We're coming good at the pointy end of the season, just in time. Yeah. Where's the that? September Where's, specialists, it... we are. Should we introduce... We should do an app. I'll bring my cat, Sookie. We'll get your bird... Is it Morty? Monty, yeah, close. Monty? <laughs> just release Monty and the cat in the room while we do an app, just to see how loud we can get it. Yeah. And the funny thing is, you know how like house cats don't really like have instincts anymore? Like it'll probably like go up to the bird and then like curl around it and Monty will like try and eat the cat. <laughs> anyway, how yeah. you been? Nah, good, mate. Good. Uh very, very busy, but you know, excited to be here. It's a weird, the bloody, the week off thing sucks when your team's not in finals. Yeah, um, it's how boring. <laughs> yeah, can definitely see why. But I suppose we've had a big week. We've had all Australian, Rising Star, um, skip through a few of the formalities, which we'll get through. But we also have to get through a pretty good end to the year. And I think a game we were kind of both talking about, which would be nice, was the Hawthorne game. It's kind of a nice end to the year. It was it was really nice. Um, I thought we played quite well, except for the I think the first ten minutes or so. But um, it was really good to just like go out on a high. I think hopefully they all wanted to. Uh, we called it as well. We all I think they'll play pretty well. But, well I think um, we both asked like we gone we gone close against Brisbane, and then we went um, Port as we well. Went close yeah. went close against Port, and it was like, well, how about we just continue that and just put a team away that we're better than. And maybe do what we should have been doing at the start of the year against teams like fucking North Melbourne. Yeah, North. um... But no, it was good. That was quite nice. Um, Did you watch the game or were you playing golf? Or I've noticed you've been playing golf a little bit on a Saturday. Nah, a little bit. Uh, Unfortunately, I was down at uh, Iron Bridge, FMG. Oh, uh, that's right. You were in the middle of nowhere, weren't you? Yeah, on I can site. tell you right now that. Oh, can you tell us about probably... your on-site? You had a pretty good, um, pretty good on-site oh. situation, didn't you? With what? Well, firstly, you had a curry, a and then a... <laughs> didn't you chase up a curry with an ice cream or something? And oh, then, mate. for the next ten hours, you were farting, thinking that no one could hear you, and then someone next door and the dong next door farted, and you heard every every tiny bit of that fart come out. Yeah, got too excited at the old camp food. It's delicious food at Ironbridge. I tell you, Twiggy Twiggy was still happily married when he was putting together that camp food and what we could all eat and stuff like that. I think when that budget was designed, he was looking out for everyone. Um, but, yeah, got back to the camp and I was like, oh, man, these walls definitely paper thin. And I was making heaps of noise on the phone. <laughs> and then the next Jack night, I heard this guy, he just did this. <laughs> heard this little, like, <laughs> I was like, oh. I was like, man, if I've heard that, 
surely people are watching TV and stuff. Couldn't get my TV to work, but also didn't really try that hard. Has it got good um, Wi-Fi? Yeah, no, the camp's fantastic. I'll send you, like, I think people would be blown away what this camp's like. It's, there's, it's, especially this time of the year, it's like a really nice, there's like red hills. There's like a lovely walking trail. There's green. There's like lovely lawn areas and the foods. Yeah. I mean, mate, I'll scoff in my face. I'll send you, I should send you a photo of the size of the dessert bowl. My apprentice made it up like for himself. Sizz- it was like Sizzler cereal. style. Sizzler style. Oh, like, right. Remember when you used to be able to serve yourself at Pizza Hut? And yeah. You used to go there was, for birthday it, parties literally. and you can go to the dessert bar and you can just like put sprinkles on or get some soft serve. Yeah. 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 Oh, that's pretty good. He asked, um, he was like, can I go get go a on. second plate? <laughs> I was like. Mate, you can have like, as many as you want. Yeah. I love how he thought somehow I was going to pay I was like, how did you think I was going to pay for your feed? Like, who's tracking what you eat? Where's this? Where's their accounting process coming in for me to pay for your meals? Like, I'm not sitting here at the end of the week debating how much fucking custard you had in your dessert they check, bowl. They check the footage. It's, it's like an arc situation probably. <laughs> like, they go to the review <laughs> and they go, mm, inconclusive. So, <laughs> just one oh, plate mate, charged for dessert- them. His dessert bowl's inconclusive. It was yeah. like melted, <laughs> melted, melted vanilla ice cream, hot custard, fucking, I don't know what else, chocolate sprinkles. It was, I was like, oh, I wish my belly could handle that amount of stuff. But yeah, they did a review, but, yeah. but similar to the tabs one, they went back to letting that guy in the camp and they're like reviewing who <laughs> let that guy in the camp. <laughs> Very good. But, um, so you didn't watch the game or you did watch the game? I think that's how we got onto that. <laughs> nah, I only got to watch snippets and glimpses, but yeah, I was there with a few St. Kilda supporters in that work group and they were all kind of giving me shit because we had the early game. So they were all giving me shit that the Dockers would get done. And so I got to check the score and watched watched glimpses of it, watched a bit of the second half. And nah, I was pleasantly, was, was more than happy that I think for we we pushed on with what we should have and got a bit of reward for a bit of just a bit of consistency, which I think was nice. Yeah, really good. Um, a few players were pretty good. What well, Brayshaw and Sarong pretty good. Both had 30. Well, Young's pretty good. Yeah, should we talk about Lord, Sarong? Launch in and give us the... Um, I do have the Give score here, score. but we're not going to talk too much about it, are we? Oh, we won 93 nah, we to 56, 14-9 to 8-8. Eight, eight. Oh, Very man. reverse Dockery Hawthorne score. Like Normally, we'd be scoring 8-8 you know eight, eight, eight versus Hawks. Yeah? My favourite bit with those two red time, I got to watch those glimpses towards half time, and watching Brayshaw, I think we kicked two red time goals before yeah, half time. End, end of the second quarter. Like, yep. Really Snuffed. sunk the shoe Snuffed in. Snuffed it. Yeah, and then Hawthorne came out hot in the third, and we had this. I think they got within a little bit, but like we no, rode they the never got within and... twenty points. We always kept them twenty points or more. Yeah, in the I third, just, but yeah, they did I get thought, a bit pretty close. I love that. I love that at the end of the second, and yeah, a few players going good, but yeah, long season, man. Long, long season leaves huge expectations for next season. It does. So. Couple of things, I don't know. I'll, maybe I'll add that into my. I've got a pretty good segment later. Just things we want to get, what we want to bin out of the AFL, <laughs> based on everything we've spoken about this year. 
definitely the length of the season should get the bin. Um, oh. But based on there was pretty good Facebook last week uh, where someone suggested sliding dorks. <laughs> or maybe like... <laughs> Maybe they said that. Oh. Maybe they came up with something similar to it. And I was like, oh, sliding dorks is a good one. Um, sliding dorks is good. I still can't verify. I tried to verify that story with my brother. Um, he can't verify it. So I need to get. Can you I remind me to, of the story? I remember. Where they, they've ripped the toilet door off to use as a stretcher. <laughs> what team but was I that? Actually, like Roburn or something. I think it was, but I think we went to Carrara and watched our mate Simsy get knocked out, and he got stretched off. Might have been off. a different. And I think, I think this is where it all started because they were like, "Oh, stretcher was already used." They were like, "No, they were like, lucky there's a stretcher." And, and I was like, "Oh, why? What's with this?" And they're like, "Oh, mate, you should have seen last week. They ripped the toilet door off." And so that's, <laughs> I think, I think that's toilet where door, it started. So yeah, nice. Oh, but mate, sliding, sliding doors. Door. <laughs> lifting doors. We can do some sliding dorks. It'll yeah. just be mostly like if Ross Lyon had more, um, stayed out and drank a little bit more, would he? Yeah. Well, I was thinking there were a couple actual sliding door moments for this year um, because there were a few things that happened. I think, uh, no, they were different games. So do you remember, it actually it might have been the same game against North Melbourne. Was it Hughes had that shot on goal and it got reviewed on the line, whether it was touched oh, or not? And I've then spoken about same game. Two goalie years. Same game, deliberate out of bounds to Hughes. Didn't pay it at the end. Do you remember that? Yeah, and he fully lined up for the Sozzie. Yeah, should have kicked it. But I'll go back to that. Should have just gone back. Like, I'm part like, no, no, not a free kick. So, mate, I'm taking this kick. And you watch the crowd he... storm this oval if I goes through for a goal and you disallow it. <laughs> you are putting also... your life in your own hands by disallowing the shot on goal, my friend. Didn't Hughes also have the two? He sold the dummy twice. Twice. I think that's that was the, the one. That's the North game? I think Is that, that was the, yeah. the North game. Correct and us if we we're wrong. Another... I'm not going to do any homework had... on this. We had another goal of the year denied. Banners. Um, so banners, oh, the, banners, the bicycle mate. kick. Yeah, the bicycle the bi- kick one. <laughs> um, Just give him goal of the year for having the windy and hitting the goal umpire yeah. in the dick. Well, I guess sliding I doors AFL's moment responded. number four, sliding doors moment number, number four is Tab's goal being reviewed. That was against North Melbourne too, I think, wasn't it? Or was that against uh, Brisbane? Oh, no. I think it was North Melbourne. When they reviewed reversed? the mark. Remember when they reviewed the mark? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I think that was against North. Anyway, uh, what were you going to say? Sorry. Nah, that's a good one to bring up. I reckon, do you reckon when Dockers, like after stuff like that happens where it's a goal, they review the mark and they like the Dockers submit like a, like an ombudsman style. Like they're like, hey, look, we're putting in a complaint. Do you reckon they're like, are these the same guys that, Lost in Tassie after the siren and complained. Are we still dealing with these? Are we still Mate, dealing with these weird if guys? If this was, if this was literally Telstra and Dockers were a customer of Telstra, do you know how many free years of phone plans we would have gotten from all the weird shit? <laughs> AFL just... does need an ombudsman. That's a pretty good idea, actually. The the ombudsman of fairness. 
And so people could be like, look, I'm really upset. I think we're not getting enough free kicks. And then they can review it and be like, nah, you're getting all the free kicks. You're missing out on the same nah. number as anyone else. And Put it to bed. We're just, we're just complaints are coming in. It's like, sorry. And they're like, can you just check your junk emails? Our emails might have gone to your junk. The AFL's like, yeah, we'll check it. It's it's can backed you, up there with that. Can North I talk to your game. manager? Can I talk to the manager, please? Your supervisor? Gills. Nah. Um, one thing I did want to talk about about the season was our... Oh, so we talked about Sarong making All-Australian. That's pretty awesome. Um, Sarong All-Australian, uh, Luke Ryan and Jackson made the squad. Jackson made the yeah, squad. Yeah, pretty, pretty wild. It means he'll probably make it next year if he plays Ruck. Yeah, well, I think those stats that we've talked about, how he's AFL coaches votes, he's the highest polling Ruckman. Um. Yeah, I hope it long term. It's great for him that Darcy's kind of had this injury and he gets a bit more ruck time. Um, because obviously I think he's more suited as a forward. I reckon that's might be his better position. So hopefully he grows a little oh, there. But yeah, maybe not... he's just a ruck forward midfielder. Like who cares? That's just like 100%. he's pretty dynamic. I when just... he when he started hunting it, um, if he starts plucking a few marks, man, he's gonna be unstoppable. I think um, it's a great spot for him to start to get his – like, I think he's a confidence player like most people be in the midfield. And, like, if he can get some cheeky big marks on the wing and then he goes forward. Um, I love the fact that the West has to eat its, like, massive custard-style bowl thing. of yeah, humble yeah, yeah. pie. It's like marks that – it's like, oh, man. They're like, no, nah, we'd post a humble pie thing, but we're too busy posting Sumer's top 100 player rating from the West Coast Eagles this from year. From 1992, yeah. Oh, some fucking trash Sumer article they want to post. Did you see but like, Duck poor- sent us that photo? Did you see Sumer's like Eagles best players? There was photos of and all Banners these was Eagles in it? and then Banners. <laughs> what, what was I think that, that about? was. I think that was top. Like literally, he's doing player ratings from a hundred to zero of WA, like combined. I think Sumer's combined. Oh and both. right, right, right. And then the only Docker in there was Banners. All I want to see, I didn't can someone it. show me, someone show me where Sumer's writing these articles from? Because I guarantee it's like some makeshift spare bedroom with a single bed in it. It's like rank PC computer and he's just got his two index fingers just stabbing away at a keyboard. Just like punching it into the West. And they're like, no way he's writing like- that. He's got a typewriter. <laughs> he's just got... He's got one of those old school Check. like detective um, recorder things. It's like, Check uh, they're sending them back to him. They're like, here, we just send it back for you to confirm. It's like, yeah, I'm just waiting at the fax machine. Like, whenever yeah. the fax, whenever this fax comes through, I'll confirm it. They're like, Sumo, can no, you just you- quickly read through this so that we can see if it's what you meant? And he's like, oh, I can't read. Like, you, you might have to send that to my assistant. Um, Touch just a side side story. If we quickly branch out. Did you like the latest Sam Newman thing I sent you from yeah, this podcast? So I, I I listened to that because that's on the Kick It Forward podcast. I listened to that the other week. Um, I, I try to listen to that most weeks. Pretty funny. Um, but they go through. Do we get that, Sam but, Newman on? Oh, probably his sort of podcast. To be honest, like he might. Make, we're never really racist or sexist, but. <laughs> He'd make my we're actually quite accepting of uh, minorities. Good. Like we're 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 wanting to let gay people come out in the AFL. 
I think he he would be oh. the worst. Can you imagine if there was a gay player, what he would do? Like, I feel like he'd lose the plot. Wasn't he losing his shit on the podcast over? Isn't that sponsor? So maybe a bit of background. He's talking about his sponsor. I think it's KPMG. Yeah. It's Are the, they like the, an engineering? Big, no, no. KPMG is one of the big um, accounting firms like Ernst & Young and... So um, how are they like woke or like doing anything to affect their accountants? Who the fuck cares, man? He's an idiot. You know how like boomers, <laughs> like boomers as a stereotype, will like the dockers will be like, "Yeah, we support this," and they're like, "Oh, they're so woke now." Like it's like, ugh, all right, like back off. Yeah, so KPMG were so probably woke. like, "We don't want to kill gay people," and he's like, "That's a bit woke." Like. <laughs> Just pandering now. <laughs> Sam Newman's hell upset there enforcing the bass statements. Like, yeah. Go away yeah, with your yeah, tax yeah, returns. Yeah. <laughs> Do your tax more. Um good good use of BAS B A S statement. Nice. Um so what how we got onto that was uh the goal tally for the Dockers this year. So number one in his second year, Jaya missed with forty one goals. Pretty pretty rowdy. Average of one point nine per game. Who do you reckon? Was two and three. I think Schultz was up there, and I reckon yeah. Walters was high. Yeah. Spot on. Both 33 goals each. Yeah. Wizard goals each. That's for you, Duck. Um, fourth, who do you think? Uh that's a tough one. Uh very exciting player. I think was it in the twenties? Yeah, mid twenties. Switter? No, unfortunately, it was Freddie, 26 goals. And oh, you know what? You, you know go. who got really good towards the last few games? It was Freddie. I feel like he sort of found out that if yeah. he uses his pace on the wing, maybe it's just because we were using on the wing, um, using his pace on the wing, I thought he was really good against Hawks and against Port, I think he was too. Um, yeah. Fifth, rounding out the top five. Well, I'm going to lock Swidder in again. Nah, Swidder was seventh. Luke Jackson, uh, 22 uh, goals. I reckon Luke Jackson left 10 shots on goal. Oh, maybe 20. Like, how many marks did he nearly clunk inside 50? Like, one or two a game, uh, I reckon. There's probably some you can specifically describe where you might have had a two two, two or more option. Or... <laughs> there's two. There's definitely two goals you left on the on the table against <laughs> Brisbane. I'll give you the fucking red hot. Um, I. And then Sturt kicked 17, Switter kicked 16. Sturt's 17 were all at the back end of the year. So he averaged 1.2 goals a game. Um, I think he would have only Definitely played. Definitely not convinced 10, 10 on um, not convinced on Sturt. Mm. Poor Tracy only kicked 15. He played a lot of games, played a bit of midfield. Guess how many Fife kicked for the year? Our big key forward, our saviour. I think three. Yeah, he did kick three. How good's... With the goal tally, like once you get to zero, it keeps going. Like it keeps telling you all the players that kick zero. <laughs> so How many I assume Hughes, if they're not did, on the list. Yeah. Did Hughes get a behind at least? No, he got a he kicked two goals, man. Oh, I'm mate. killing it. He kicked nearly more well, like the same as Tabs and Five. <laughs> they kick three each. <laughs> um we'll get on I don't think we have time to move on to five, but in terms of the forward line and stuff like that. Fucking excited for Tracy. Um, oh, sorry, not Tracy. A miss. Oh, give, very, give very Tracy excited a, for a miss. 
Um, yeah, no, so that's awesome. Like we've got someone that we probably need to temper our expectations on. Like if he kicked 40 goals again, that's awesome. Um, is what we should sort of be trying to aim for, not thinking he's gonna kick 60 next year. Um also, this sort of touches on what I was going to talk about next. So I was just in the stats part of the AFL website, and I'll f- find tell you what I found pretty funny. So um, if we can just improve our efficiency moving the ball in general, like not shitting the bed and kicking it along the ground and actually hitting a miss where he leads, I can see him picking an extra goal a game, like easily. Like how many times could we have gotten him the ball and we fucked up? like either a decision or a skill. Um, So there's like simple fixes to get him more goals within a year. And a lot of his goals he had to like scrap for. So if we start giving him some easy goals, like if you look at Kennedy, Josh Kennedy, bloody good player, but also like the Eagles complimented him by giving him the easy goals, like lead up at us, 30 out from goal, we'll chip it in front of you, you take the mark, you go. Like you don't have to rove packs and shit. I think set play... Like as soon as that ball's in like a half back, so say, yeah, if it no, if, say a misses at the goal line, so it's a, it's an opposition player's half back or midfield. If that ball's in, kind of looks like it's getting turned over. Run a set play where everyone gets the fuck out of the way, and if we turn it over and we're streaming towards goal line, just let a miss get like thirty to forty out. Like just let him hit yeah. a lead. Like, yeah, agree. Don't, don't get like run a set play. Like, it's like, okay, here we go. There might be a turnover. We better run the set play. I'll take my player down Bro, the wing. I'll do the this. amount of times I saw banners back leading into the space where a miss should be leading. Yeah. It's like, get the fuck out. Like, why are you running there? <laughs> um, I think 100% run that. Like, it just, and should get honored, especially for someone who will go back and kick it, and especially someone who's such good. Um, out in front, I think it goes a long way in a game as well. We're just like honoring mm. that lead. And then it creates, I think you need to hit that first and then maybe look to create outside. Yeah. Um, but certainly with a player like him leading up compared to, I suppose, in the past, we've had tabs, um, things like that. I just, or like, yeah, back yeah, yeah. In the past we've got days, to change mate. our style. Just, um, oh, mate, just hit him. So completely agree with all of that. When looking for the goal-kicking stats for the Dockers, I went into the team stats of the AFL site and it goes through, like, the top couple of teams and you can see every team in each, like, category. There's, like, number of disposals, which, funnily enough, was St Kilda got the most disposals for a team. Guess what stat Fremantle were top of after the discussion we just had? Oh, efficiency inside forward? Disposal efficiency. Goals from... Oh. Disposal efficiency. Apparently, we are seventy-five percent. Hawks a second. Essendon a third. North a fourth. Eagles a fifth. Collingwood a sixth. So you don't actually get yeah. a finalist until you get to six. But I think that's reflected by all of those shitty kicks across the back flank. So, like, you know how the Dockers or the Eagles or North Melbourne could get six or seven efficient kicks across the back 50, like, to nobody, yeah. and then one turnover, and then Colin would get the ball and, like, you know, hand pass it forward three times, kick a goal. Um, so I think that's where the disposal efficiency stat is pretty shit. Also, it gives you an, an effective disposal for random things. Like, I'm pretty sure if your kick goes near in front of someone, that's, like, effective. 
and any kick over 40 meters is effective. So I could just kick it 40 meters to oh, Shannon mate. Hearn. Um, and that's an efficient disposal. <laughs> so fuck Who'd off. Who'd we trade to go to kick it 40, 40 meters high or just 40 meters long? I think it would be long, but you know, high is pretty funny too. There'd be some Dockers players sitting 100% if it's 40 meters yeah. high, mate. That's like bread and butter. Oh, Acres how good is this stat? 100%. Average speed in defense. The top three are all Eagles because they're always just running backwards. <laughs> I do like the Telstra tracker um, with the speed thing. I do like how many records Brad Hill held for um, sprints like, and stuff. Uh, yeah. yeah, sprints and stuff like that. Which is pretty wild. I know yeah, he had it. some crazy ones up there. Imagine being that but, quick and fit. It'd be pretty sick. Oh, it's pretty crazy. He had like I think eight in the top ten for um spin uh yeah. like continuous repeated sprints or something sprints like or that. It is. Yeah, repeated yeah. sprints, which is pretty wild. Um. All right. Something else I wanted to talk about. Well, dockery moments is pretty good. We've already spoken about a few of them. Basically, the sliding dorks and also. Beating Geelong, Melbourne, Sydney, and Hawks away, but losing all those games. I think we lost five out of eleven games at home. Home was um, dismal, man. And two of them were against two of those home games against the Eagles. So it's like pff, get better at home. How about just playing banners as much as we did? <laughs> How docker is that, man? Emmett comes on the on the scene, tries, is skillful, is creative, is young. Is energized and we get just stuck with banners. Yeah, banners stay keep banners, you know. Anyway, I uh, think hopefully that starts to change. Oh, I think this year took way too long for a few dynamic changes. Like it took forever to get young into the midfield. And I think our backline's pretty stacked. It's it I, I just can't understand how it took so long for that to happen. And then, yeah, when you talk about inclusions like that and how well it's gone in the last couple of games, it's like, why why is he not pressuring for a spot? But, like, mm. don't just pressure banners. Like, clearly, if that's, like, he played really, really well, had, like, good pressure, was involved in the game, like, and if he doesn't do that, then, you know, like, he goes out and someone comes in. But just, Banners should be I expecting it, to go in and out of the team, like, every week. He should be like, unless I'm awesome. I should be going in and out of the team. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I think there's yeah, and a hundred percent, and throw a blanket over a number of players who should play like that. But I just think it took way too long to just like hit the change button and be like, well, let's spark something here at home, or let's bring in a debutante, see if it creates a different feel, gets people up and about. Let's see if it changes. It it just took do anything like, to literally change. No, nah, we're going to bring Banners back. And guess what? You ain't get goal of the year, boy. Yeah. Um, yeah, pretty much. Uh, so these are things that have mainly come up. Well, they've come up a fair bit throughout the year. So other things you and I both want binned or just one of us. And a few of them I just realized recently. Flags. Flags. God hates flags. And so does Juddy. <laughs> get rid of the waving of the flag. It is pointless. And people that go like, oh, it's tradition. It's like fucking what other things did they do that we've gotten rid of that you've forgotten about instantly? Um, the one cent coin. Get rid of the goal flags, man. Uh, you want goal umpires gone. Oh, mate, been a- been Unless they're going to go back to wearing... If they're going to wear top hats, like wear their fancy hats and be in white, I'll take them like that. 
the way the AFL's going, they're more likely to bring in a second goal umpire per oh, end than they are to bin a goal umpire. They're like, I think this problem is not enough opinions on the same thing. We need more people. Um, and just like more ex-Port Adelaide <laughs> players. They're like, oh, specifically, yeah. can we have like a slightly polynesian You mean David Roden? Roden. He's one yeah, of the David best Roden. ones. I'll get him in yeah, any day of the week. Gets in the content. They're like, we need more like him. Imagine they get two and they're like, man, if it's on the line, you've got to be in there and see if you can like hear a touched, you know, like yeah, just yeah, get in yeah. there. One of us will watch it. We want you in the thick of it. <laughs> uh, that's pro- I don't mind that. Bring in a second one, but they have to be ex AFL players and they have to be and pretty share, popular. Ones. Share a flag. Like, yeah, one flag one goes, each. One goes left hand, one goes right hand. Synchronized. <laughs> All right, we've got 10 minutes left of this meeting, so we've got to get through this because um, I didn't pay for Zoom this week. Uh, goal umpires, goal flags, the bounce. The bounce has got to go. Yeah. I'll give the gone. I'll give you one bounce at the start of each quarter, and if you fuck it up, you're not umpiring next week. Actually, <laughs> sub off now. Like, sub off. You don't get another bounce. Um, this is another one I thought of. The music between goals. You know how at the footy they start playing music between goals? I Brisbane have been had, doing it for uh, uh, Brisbane does it really well. I shouldn't say Eddie had it. It's Marvel now. I think Marvel does it really well when the roof's closed. I think me and you noticed it a bit when we were there watching us get It's a bit basketball like, though. I don't know if I like it. <clears throat> Just play I, the replay. Play the replay and then review it like 40 seconds later. Let so us watch the review. Down. Yeah. Just let us watch the review without any music playing. Um, actually... To be honest, when they do review, like, you know, when they review after it's been given a goal, um, like if they bring it back, I'm pretty sure they pause the like celebration anyway. Um, how about this? Get rid of buys. Have one buy round. Oh. Don't have fucking seven buy rounds. Particularly this buy, the one at the end of the, end of the uh, regular season. Like that is only helping one or two teams. Like what? It, it makes, doesn't help yeah. the top teams, which is what they should all be relying on. Our, and and um, we've all spoken about this. It's not a new idea, but having the bye before the grand final so that both teams, regardless of where they're from, can make sure that they're not traveling twice in two weeks to go to Melbourne when often they'll be playing at the Melbourne team's home ground, even though they didn't earn a home final. I feel like it, it It means that the the non-Victorian teams will be like, no, let's just keep the grand final at Melbourne all the time. Give us a bye before it. Why don't you start doing some rowdy shit and play like, play a prelim on like a Wednesday night. Do like a, a just do a hectic mid, midweek game because midweek games are awesome. Like, and they love, they love, I'm siding with the AFL. Oh, I don't here. know about midweek they love, prelim. They love TV viewers, but you know what I mean? So have that. So, okay. So keep the finals over the same amount of time. Have like a huge Monday night football. It'd have to be Wednesday or space it out. So it's like, right. We have two prelims. It's a Wednesday, Thursday night, man. The viewing on TV would go through the roof. What about this monkey? I think two weeks of finals. You play on like a Monday and a Friday. (laughs) It's a war of attrition. If you get concussed, you're out. You've literally got to bring 40 players and have it like gather around. You all fly into Melbourne. You play all the games there. (laughs) I could be way off, but I think get more weird with it because like literally the debate within the fossils of the AFL is like, oh, should we make the grand final a night game? It's like, fuck, get way more weird with it. Like do way more hectic stuff. 
Oh, but like, yeah, I agree. But like, people are angry that you might change the grand final start time from two thirty to three thirty. They're like, I know, no, I know, tradition. <laughs> it, it must be two thirty or else. And then there's like, I've never heard a good reason to not have the grand final at a different time. Like, no, ever. Like, well, you, you know, the the kids or I, I drink too much and I'm too drunk later. It's like, what are you on about? Like, all of those things are just you being a weirdo. Play it whenever the yeah, fuck I- we want. I don't mind the buy. I reckon we can get because obviously Thursday night football is big. Like people love it. Um, I I love it. Obviously, if finals are away and they're interstate, I think there's a lot of reason for it to be. Mate, I would love to see big, you know, big midweek football game. It obviously works in other systems like Monday night football in America, stuff like mm. that. And it's all about. Oh, it's not weird. Offside. It's not that weird. Although I'll I'll give you. I I don't mind it for some games, but. In America, as soon as it gets towards important games, it's always Saturday, Sunday, Sunday. So yeah. they like angled towards it being on the right day. So oh, I don't know. I think the pre-grand final buy where you can have all the awards given if they, if you want that week, like have the Brownlow. And then I heard an interesting one today. Xavier Ellis was saying if you did that, you could have all of the lower grades, like the Waffle and the VFL, play their grand final that weekend. And people could go because no one's – Watching the grand oh. final. No, um, do it the week after. Yeah, literally. Um, it's it's like how they've put the AFLW season after the AFL season or like during finals. It's like I feel like they've cursed the AFLW viewership. Who's gonna watch the like Dockers Eagles Derby on TV when there's a final on? Um yeah. I, no. I, I feel like they've done them a disservice. It'd be like you know when um, TV free to air TV put their like rival shows on at the same time to try and steal viewers. They'll put yeah. like yeah, it'd be like putting AFL game on during like the Matildas final or whatever. It's like, well, what's the point? Like we should be doing one or the other. Um, anyway, <clears throat> and I just bin half the AFL. Get rid of all the fucking weird old people and and I think. Fans should be a little bit less like, no, we can't change this. But then also those same people are like, everything has to change. Everything's shit now. It's like, I don't know if it is. I think just Um, turn it, yeah, turn turn and burn, like fucking the season. Yeah, we've already spoken about last year. Season's way too long. Um, 24 hours, so long. And make it more dog talk friendly. Like it's fucking hard for us to yeah, fucking man. carry it season. Is hard. Oh, man. Like, have like slightly less games and occasionally have a week off just so that we yeah, can just like, don't rush up. <laughs> just be like, oh shit, Dockers are gonna play, but like oof. Yeah. <laughs> we yeah. might not. What game day suits us the best? Like earlier in the week? Like Friday night? I think. Oh. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. Friday night. I, sometimes if it's too early, we forget, and it's like Monday. And we're like, "Fuck, when are we going to the pod?" And then if it's Sunday, we're like too raw still. And we're like, "We got to do it on Wednesday because we have to." <laughs> I don't know. Sunday ones, half the yeah, time, Sunday ones definitely affect us because we just watch the game and then we can't we just pod straight away. Got punched in the dick, and now we've got. Oh, a- especially if it's punching the dick. Yeah. I don't know. Anyway, um, we've only got three minutes left, so there's something else we should talk about that I haven't done anything for that we'll have to maybe do another announcement for. 
So Enreach, <clears throat> so obviously Enreach are our sponsors. Thanks, Coops. So their tagline is real world transactions and cross-chain DeFi, where you can earn yield by funding real world companies. Explore the best opportunities from both TradeFi and DeFi. Enreach.io. It all sounds very exciting. Uh, I don't understand much of it though. Um, and you're fucking trying to build a wall or whatever you're doing over there. You definitely aren't in crypto, are you? Um, we should so- do a whole dork talk season where we give him like a thousand bucks each and then every week we just see how he's going. Can he give us the thousand bucks? So the best selfie comp- competition has come to a close. We need so- to finish that. You've sent us all your selfies. What we're going to do, we haven't done it yet. I'm going to collate them. I'm going to send them to Coops, you and me, and we'll individually give maybe the top or give like a five, four, three, two, one or something like that. Um, yeah. And uh, and pick our favorite one. And then winner will get an Indigenous Guernsey. The runners up, maybe the two runners up, will get a Dork Talk hat for all your support oh. this year. And if any were real good, they can get a Monday shirt from under the bed. Yeah. Can I fucking have one? I've sent you heaps. Yeah. I still don't know where the signed ones are. I was like, hey, mum and dad, where are my signed shirts? And they're like, oh, they're not that good anyway. And I was like, where the fuck are they? Like, give me my fucking shirts back. I bet you they chucked them out or something. Yeah, this was pre-COVID for the fires. And then COVID happened and everyone was like, fuck the fires, man. My lungs are burning. We could have, yeah, we could have. But shout out to Monday, thanks for signing him. Wouldn't sign David. a dirty one, but we won't, we won't bring that up with a minute to go, mate. Um, thanks yeah. for tuning in. We'll have to do, uh, maybe a net. Or how do you more. like that countdown? Less than a minute. It's almost like the AFL. So Zoom, when you're less than a minute, just tells you that, so <laughs> it won't give you a countdown. Anyway, jerks. It was like when the AFL used to do the five minute warning. It would go in the top corner. Yeah. All right, we'll talk to you guys soon. Thanks for tuning in, supporting for the year. We'll do one more before the year's out, mate. We'll have to. All right. See you, monkey.